0: Welcome to 4th Times the Charm. Ar- 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 I'm a pirate. Ooh. Where niche no. is neat. I am your producer, God. Ben, alongside your director, Matt, and a great googly moogly. We got a heck of a show for you today. Where guess what? We're going to talk about Cube again. Cube, it cube, it cube, Cube, Cube,
1: Cube. I mean, a cube does have four sides. Uh, well, has more than four sides. It's six sides. It, it has at least four sides. So That means we need to do two more episodes on cube. After no, a this.
0: cube only has six sides. That's we what I'm saying. So we've cube. done,
1: this will be our fifth cube episode. So that means we need to do one more after this.
0: Is it? One, two, three, four, five. five. Yeah. Yeah, I guess. I, I don't know what the
1: fifth cube, well, I don't know what sixth cube episode could be. It's getting tedious at this point. We'll find it. It's out there. We'll have some. We'll have an interview with someone from the Cube franchise.
0: Well, I'm 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 gonna be working on it. We'll see what I can find, Mister Matt. How are you doing today?
1: I feel very ill. Yeah, but, but I I did survive a tornado just now. Uh, but uh, you want you want to a great story about the tornado that just hit Ben? Yes. About five minutes, maybe 10 before I got the, uh, a big emergency warning on my phone and everywhere on the internet and the sirens outside started going off, I had ordered delivery pizza. And right as the storm was hitting super heavy, um, lightning was striking. The sirens were constant. I get a call from the pizza place and I'm like, Oh, okay. They're going to cancel the order. Cause it's not safe, but that's not the case. In this instance, they were calling to confirm our address. And not more than 20 minutes later did a pizza delivery man show up wow. at almost one of the worst points in the storm. Did you, you see please ch- tell me that you tipped well? We tipped very well. Good. Uh, and the pizza was delicious.
0: W- where was um, the pizza from, Matt? Burst of typing. Burst of typing.
1: No, I'm just doing I'm typing real quick. Oh. Swing <laughs> and a miss. I just wanted to make sure I named I, I named the right place. Okay. okay. All right. So, uh, yeah, so the place was Vince's Pizza, um, which is in Niles, Illinois. Um, and they have some excellent, excellent thin crust. This is a very, like, old school traditional pizza joint. The, the guy I ordered the pizza from sound like English was definitely his second or third language. Um, cheap, good, delicious pizza and delivered in a tornado.
0: Wow. Do the tornado add flavor to it? Do you think
1: it did add a sense of danger? Um, like I was, I was much more excited to eat it once I got here. Cause I was like, Ooh, I almost died. That's awesome. I am legitimately, I was legitimately scared for the guy who was driving that truck, that car. I, I expected them to call and cancel because there was like, as he was delivering the pizza, there was sirens going off. Yeah, loudly. fuck Vince's
0: pizza for making the delivery guy go out during a fucking tornado.
1: Yeah, and hey, babe, but, but shout out to the champion that did it.
0: Yeah, shouts out. Do, yeah, do you have shouts, a name or do we just need to make up a name?
1: We need to make up a name
0: vince jr
1: yes vince jr he's the he is the he's the vince russo oh no of vincenzo natale
0: Ooh, the canadian the canadian set up shop in niles illinois
1: i'd imagine it's close we're relatively close to toronto they could have moved down here to settle down enjoy the illustrious fields and roads of the United States of America.
0: Well, Matt, I personally am glad that you did not die. I got COVID again. Yay! Yay! Um, I'm out of quarantine now, which is nice. Um, COVID sucks. It sucked the first time, the second time, and the third time.
1: Hey, maybe the fourth time will maybe, be the charm. Maybe
0: then. the fourth time's the charm. But this third one should take me through my wedding. So, Let's hope that, that would be makes the makes fucking ringer
1: Some, Someone's 100% getting COVID At the bachelor party God Can you imagine Actually yes
0: I can very easily I'm calling, imagine. I'm,
1: I'm calling John John or Charlotte
0: No Mason
1: Yeah, My uh, money's Mason. on Mason Ma- Mason's the go to option But that's also like the same option As if anyone's gonna die In a tragic accident in the friend group It's definitely gonna be you Yeah like, it can't be Kyle. It no. wouldn't be Nick. No. You or I, I think, are pretty much tied for potential, but I think I, You're I'm You're more coordinated than me. Yeah, I, I would have a less clumsy death compared yeah. to your more fall off a high bridge and hit a battlefield <laughs> no, and die. No,
0: mine would be like fall off a high bridge onto a medium bridge then fall again onto a low bridge, and then fall like a third time. It would be like a, wow, you really think he would have stopped by now type of death. Matt, are you ready to
1: talk about Cube one more time? Oh, I'm ready, baby. I'm ready to dive. Hey, no, 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 this is this is the penultimate Cube episode. Well, we don't know what the last one will be. We'll try this is and still, find still penultimate. This is still penultimate. But until then, welcome
0: to a refined version of... The Writer's Room. Insert harmonica. (ilingual)
1: ( Quan) Wait, hold on. I got some sweet piano music.
0: Welcome to the Writer's Room where dreams are made in 30 minutes or less. I am today's Writer Ben and I am accompanied by my... Backstabbing showrunner Matt! Oh, you curmudgeon! Oh. You're forcing me to Am create I, an idea. So wait, wait, are
1: you are you casting me as the executive producer of the script? Am I the Sony Screen Gems to your How Masonsburg the Plague right now? Well, that's kind of the role you're putting me in. I mean, sure, yeah, and in, in a way,
0: actually. So, so now it's um, so,
1: okay, good. So now I have a headspace to go in that whatever you're about to pitch to me is going to be so, awful.
0: I mean. I mean, it's probably not that good, but yeah, I, I had I a lot of, of fun with this. Uh, okay, so the writers' room generally we give ourselves a theme and some handicaps, and we have thirty minutes to put together a script. What we're gonna do today is a bit different because we already have a script, and I already wrote like three pages down. On, actually, Beautiful. no, I wrote, I wrote six pages uh, on this. Did you Did you write any scenes? I didn't write like dialogue, but okay. I wrote out an outline of the How script.
1: Outline six fucking pages with... long. Well, because I also had
0: some start stops in there. I had character bios. Oh, I included okay. the letter I would send with the pitch. So, like, it's scattered thoughts, but there is an actual through line to the so script at, here.
1: The long-term goal is to actually get this movie made. Let's let's start at the beginning here. Um Blade Shout Disgusting
0: Had an article a few weeks ago That said that Lionsgate Was looking for a new movie In the Cube franchise In theory the way it was worded It was alluding to A soft reboot of the series Because that's what we need Um no, The real answer is we don't need A new Cube movie But if we do get a Cube movie I took it upon myself to write what I thought would be a fun treatment for a Cube 4, which I title Cube Infinity.
1: And it's a definitive Cube 4, right? It's not like a prequel. It's a direct sequel to Hypercube
0: in the canon.
1: So I created this idea
0: under the idea of what if I was actually legitimately going to pitch this? Yeah. Uh, and I didn't quite get all the way through the the treatment but I I have the general idea of it. Um with the beginning, middle and end. And so I wanted to talk to you, Matt, about my okay. idea and then I wanted us to workshop this together. So if there if there is typing on here, uh sorry not sorry, I'll try to edit as I can. Oh
1: man, um, touching shit.
0: But uh but Matt, do you want to hear my idea for Cube Infinity, my raw, unfiltered, unpracticed take on on the Cubeverse.
1: I want you to hit this with me like I'm an executive from Sony. I can't, cause that would require hours of prep. Go, pretend you did it. Feel the prep come out of you. Let the well, pitch. Well, let me give you an YouTube idea. You. This is a
0: general email that I would write. alongside this uh, alongside this pitch slash treatment
1: i'm I'm entering my character ready
0: and and also just for everyone who's aware i think this is genuinely a, a good email to put with a pitch having worked at least briefly in the film industry myself because if you're sending cold pitches to a company especially a big company like lionsgate 99.9999% 99.9999% of the time, no one of importance is going to look at your stuff, so I might as well keep it short and sweet. I put, good afternoon. My name is Benjamin, and I would like to present both a treatment and script for a successor movie to Cube. I'm currently between successor. representation, but a quick skim <laughs> through this work will highlight a keen understanding of the franchise and genre. This story is simple, tight, budget-friendly, and honors the past of the franchise but is more importantly successful as a standalone film for both new and returning viewers alike. It also maintains the strengths of the cube franchise, strong elements of mystery, claustrophobia, waning hope and forlorn discovery. Thank you for your time. And I hope to hear back from you best Benjamin Tucker.
1: I think you'd want to mention the brutal deaths and the, uh, the like gritty violence of the of the film. So in your you have, in your pitch, in your so email.
0: I don't think the Cube movie is really about
1: yeah, that. No, it, I I know it's not, but I'm saying from like a pitching and a sale standpoint. So like
0: the the kills get you in the door. So I would agree with you, but if you look at Lionsgate's back catalog, like lots of Saul. gore generally reads as very expensive and also i wanted oh. to keep it generally vague because sure. if they want to keep it a pg13 rating then the fact i'm not being super heavy on the violent on the violence up front would be like okay even if it's gory in the treatment we could make this something pg13 so oh
1: I, man i i hope they don't try to make it pg13 you could get away with it i mean it would be good oh. but it would no, be terrible <laughs> I will get away with it. I will. I will say with gritty violence. I mean, Saw was only 1.2 million dollars, and Cube. I think every Cube movie was under 10 million.
0: Yeah, yeah, that makes sense.
1: So I, I, I we could almost pitch as a micro-budget film. So, let's talk about our characters. We have
0: Troy. She is an overworked nurse, good Ooh. under crisis management. Brody. Is a nineteen-year-old techie and the grandson of of someone. I was thinking of maybe one of the people from, you know, an earlier film. But they're the son of someone who worked on the cubes, whereas he ooh, himself ooh. didn't work on the cube. Can he be the? Can he be the grandson of Dodd from Cube yeah. Zero? Yeah, something like that. Yeah, Let's like his just father say, used to work for Eyes On. Right. Yeah, it would be some sort of reference. Uh, his grand... Yeah, I even re- wrote that in there. His grandfather told him about some structure he made, like he helped make the atomic bomb.
1: Oh, um, that would be... Then, if that was... That would be, uh, Worth.
0: Yeah, Worth, okay. Yeah, it could
1: be... It could be Worth's kid. I like that. Grandkid. he Yeah, because he did work on the... Cube. He was outside of the cube when he was working on it, so... Yeah, Brody Worth. Uh, uh
0: he was homeschooled, and... His parents taught him with an extreme focus on math. So that's why he's so techie. Um, also, there is Carones, a 14-year-old kid who maybe hit puberty a bit late but is positive in the face of desperation. Maybe a little not there in the brain and sometimes more trouble than he's worth. He always tries to do the right thing, even if it costs him his life.
1: Could he was hanging out Zan its- with a troubled teen.
0: He was hanging out at school when his mother came to pick him up, but then everything gets hazy. Then we have Sing, a high-level programmer who's been trying to get the word out about the cube. Okay. He's a true believer in the cubes, but has no idea why they exist. Maybe he doth protest too much. Ooh, a, true, a true Sasha from Hypercube. Sharp is the nihilist, the consistent contrarian, he works in ad sales, you. but isn't a bad guy for now. Why'd it you seems yourself like he just pissed somebody off.
1: Making yourself Quentin, I see how it is.
0: Well, there's Jordan, the muscle-bound Amazon straight out of the military. So, uh, thinking an even more jacked Vasquez from Aliens. She's but, in yeah. charge, also Wiley, but Ooh. when she starts to lose control, she snaps. We have Tag, who's an athlete, genetically superior, nearly Olympic-level trainee, but something tells me he's not going to make it very far.
1: Mm-hmm. Is, he a co- is he a cocksure kind of guy who thinks he should be the leader of the group? hmm Does he have some uh, tumultuous interactions with this buff female that he feels like he's stronger than? He doesn't make it that long. Good. So, uh, the, the way I designed
0: the characters was just like the first three cube movies have characters that have analogs to the prior films. Cause I think that's a big part of it. And I think yeah. that dynamic well, something I also uh, wanted to do here is I wanted the rule sets for the characters to be a little more general and opaque and uh, a little more tenuous. So like Brody. He wasn't someone who worked on the cubes. He's someone related to someone who worked on the cubes. Mm. So just a little more tenuous, right? Sure, sure. Um, So let's get into the actual bulk of the story. Uh, a bit of world building. This is going to be a little more scattered, but once I get going, I'll, I'll I'll walk through the whole pacing of the script for you I'm here
1: here with the hottest of hits to make this a hit. Over decades, the cube
0: has been discussed as some sort of urban legend on the fringes of society, but no one believed (gasps) them. Some sort of conspiracy theory. It's a QAnon. Some say you need to be pure of heart to get through the cube. Others say you need to know someone. Some say the cube transports you through time. Even others think that no matter what, once you're in the cube, there's no way to truly get out. So at this point in time, the cube has become like more than, hey, some people worked on this. This is what this is. So so then,
1: then in this canon, the girl in Hypercube succeeded. in in spread okay are they already established in hypercube that there are people online talking about the cube itself so i guess that evolved into more so the way i
0: look at it is it's like there there are large swaths of people throughout the world that think the cubes exist yeah like it's, it's it's like imagine a good faith QAnon in a way
1: sure what we'll call we'll call them uh uh digimon
0: yeah digimon and so the, Digital the monsters yeah and so those people go to like protest like sing they go to protests they go hey we gotta stop doing this shit with the cube that's really as far as we learn because the movie really isn't about what's outside
1: the cube here this is all just quick flashes at the beginning
0: well, no, it, it, it progresses the same way it does throughout Cube, where just they learn more about each other as oh, okay. they journey okay. throughout the cubes. So we,
1: we have our opening. opening shot. Yet.
0: A man wakes up in the cube uh, and he pretty quickly realizes what horror he finds himself in. He opens the next room, sees a tied up blanket hanging from the ceiling. Once he enters, he hears a large ka-chunk around him. All of a sudden, spikes start appearing on the edges of the walls and floors, circling, spiraling towards him in the center. He begins climbing up the blanket before they reach him, sort of like a loose reference to to Hypercube. Sure. Yeah. Um, He reaches for the closed door above him while climbing, dried blood edged around the cube, but he slips. He falls to his doom, pierced by spikes, and while his eyes still move once he's impaled, the spikes shoot back to their starting positions, ripping him apart. That Ooh, very, is very when you have the razor. cold open for Cube. Cube infinity. Post-credits, a woman wakes up with a start. And that woman, as you could probably guess, is uh, Troy, our nurse character. I figured she was similar enough to sort of fulfill a that weapon. role. So I mean Levin was a nurse in the original movie. Right. So. so we have our meetup. We have um I'm still getting used to the character names. Troy, Brody, Crone, Singh, Sharp, Jordan, and Tag. All end up together at one point or another. Um, and their journey begins. Our first death is Tag, our Olympian, who much like the uh guy from the first cube who teaches them everything he, they need to oh, know
1: uh Re, reyes or uh wrens the wrens
0: wrens yeah he dies pretty quickly um so he, this
1: jock guy know kind of is like a i know the cube
0: yeah and he's like vaulting through the rooms and he seems to know everything but it turns out he thinks he found a safe room and it's not so safe. Dude, and this I, I... death mat is the uh, needle thread death from the first cube movie. With the, Wait, So with, they're re-
1: reusing a trap?
0: Yeah, the razor wire. Hell yeah. But the difference is that this time you notice that the cube around them, it's old. It's dilapidated. Not all the lights seem to work in each of the cubes anymore. There's just wear and tear, and it looks like Disneyland
1: right now. There's not a lot of
0: upkeep for it.
1: So I'm glad this is the direction you're going. This is the direction I was hoping it was going to go.
0: So when Tag enters the razor wire room, it jumps out of the wall, and it tries cutting through him like butter. Except this time, the razor wire isn't quite as sharp. You it's been like dulled gears. over the years. You you see, you see dried, rusted over blood on the on the wire from like chunks of rotting flesh that are on it. Yeah, like the and cleaning mechanisms the, aren't working. And the motors slowly grind the razor
1: wire through his body as it's PG-13. slowly killing him that's brutal i bet there's a line earlier in the movie that makes the scene that much better where Tad goes you know what you know what i read online i bet if you go fast enough you can outrun most of the traps
0: that most of the funny. most
1: most of the time what pe- what happens is people get to the trap and they just stop so what i think is that anytime you get in, a room, you just instantly got to run to the door there's no traps in the in-betweens are there that's, and then he slowly and methodically murdered.
0: So around this point, they figure out how to actually traverse the cube, right? They have that first, aha, got it moment. Um, we enter one of those long form montages, very similar to the first cube movie, mm-hmm. to really highlight and get an idea of how long it's taking for them to go from room to room. Yeah, you get
1: your uh, you get your 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 uh, insanity shot.
0: Yeah, Jordan uh, very quickly has assumed her role as the alpha of this group. Uh, so so for example, Brody starts getting mouthy with her, and she slaps him. In, in oh over this time period, yeah, she's very whereas Quentin was very um, slow to start with his aggression, Jordan is a lot more aggressive from the outset, but once again, she's the only one with a weapon and she's the one who seems to be leading Wait, she
1: everyone. Has... She has a weapon.
0: There's always someone with a weapon.
1: Yeah. Uh, like have?
0: a like, like a pocket knife or okay. something. Yeah. Something that's only useful because it's the only weapon there. So, um, as they're going through, they notice strange things that we haven't noticed in the other cube movies. For example, they notice that the rooms keep shaking violently and they hear these grinding noises. Eventually, they find a cube which is completely blown off on one side and they see the cubes as they're moving because they're not being kept up well anymore. They're like, they're not, um, they're not all flush with each other anymore. So now, instead of the rooms moving silently, they grind against the other cubes as they move to their next destination. I like it. I like it. And this is also where we get the visual of the cube. You know, you, you have, oh, there's a cube on the other side. It moves. You see the empty space. And you open the door to see all of these dilapidated cubes moving in unison, right? Um, wait. So
1: wait. So you're seeing the outside of the cube at this point. Like you're at the edge.
0: Yes. Okay. Yeah. Uh, it, it it seems like I'm giving away a lot early, but there's a reason for that. Okay. I'm ready. Uh, their next checkpoint. They find uh the room we were at at the start of the film, uh where the man is being where the pieces of the man that was ripped apart. Mm-hmm. Uh, he is being eaten by a cannibal named Hannibal. Um, Ugh. yeah. Uh, the cannibal tries to go after them, a little hypercube reference, but yep. they dispose of him in the next cube where he gets vaporized definitely. or something horrible happens He to
1: definitely him. has a watch.
0: Yes. Or, or watch or two. Yeah. Uh, we have another montage, um... And, and then it leads into and I didn't flesh this out as much but I wanted to have a room like the sound room in the first cube yeah uh like a really tense room that they have to get through that causes oh, yeah. some sort of boiling point so we well, can I, say I
1: would imagine it would be like a broken room like the like the like the traps are all like half exposed
0: well we'll we'll get to that but yes that's also good here where it's just some sort of trap that's like not functioning or barely functioning but it's the only way forward but it's the only way forward yeah uh they make it out and everyone makes it through but jordan who told them they shouldn't have gone this way and she's the one who nearly dies much like quentin in the original yep uh sort of snaps and really like has her full on okay my way or the highway type moment here right sure jordan yeah. has gone from being the leader to the ruler of the group so at this point they figure out how everything is how the cubes are structured right okay. uh, based on the quantum math so in terms of math <laughs> what I, I i don't i don't if I can remember it's, what it's, it's called. It's calculus. Calculus, whatever. Calculus. <laughs>
1: it's calculus and geometry.
0: So, uh, Brody and Singh, once again, are two math wizards. Right? So, um, so, with both of them, it should be fine. And Singh has been taking the lead on the uh on the calculus for the rooms figuring out which one needs to go next brody's just helping him because he's still only 19 right yeah he's still a kid that's right
1: um so just like sasha in the in the second movie
0: right so i wanted to save the sound room for this next trap room okay uh i i wanted to use more traps from the first cube because i felt like that was safer in terms of they want more of a reboot. But I, I also but I also thought it like they're really smart deaths. And I feel like the juxtaposition between this and the first movie would be cool too. Um,
1: Definitely. Well you can't have anything from Hypercube in the movie. Like right. I mean, like not. And and Cube explicitly. Zero doesn't really have anything memorable. No, I mean it's like just the death-wise. first Cube movie again.
0: Right. Yeah. Um so it's in this next trap room where Singh dies and he dies trying to save uh brody and the other kid mm. um and because it's the sound room he helps them out and then you know like a trinket from corones falls out of his pocket and he dies just something really just Oh, my God. Just a real sad, yeah. disappointing moment, and he gets fucking sliced to pieces, right? Hack yeah, it Slips. It's it's horrible. So now Brody, 19 years old, is now the only person who knows how to do the math in the cube. And unlike Cube 1, they are much further off than they were.
1: uh like far from the...
0: Yeah, I, I mean, I mean, just in terms of like the journey they're on, uh, yeah. this is a much earlier setback for them. How, so now, uh, how hungry and thirsty are they? Pretty fucking hungry and thirsty.
1: Okay, it, are we are we gonna actually are we gonna acknowledge it in this one? I got some ideas. Yes, yes, ab-
0: okay. absolutely. The, but this is where Singh dies. I would say that's like the all hope is lost moment in the movie. So, okay. so think that's around where we are here. Uh Brody keeps making mistakes with the cubes. And that's something we haven't really explored at all in the cubeverse, are people who just fuck the
1: math up. Oh, sure, yeah. Yeah. Well, but that like, kind of happens. That happens in cube one. That's when it, that that's when that's when Holloway goes, it's astronomical. And then Kazan goes, astronomical but not like a
0: central plot point where here brody's cracking under the pressure because he is someone who's working him to death in jordan who's threatening his life constantly he accidentally helped get sing killed because he fucked up in the last room and he's not as good at math as sing is 19 years old fighting for his life and he needs to do these insane calculations to figure out where they need to go next okay right so troy our loving nurse who acts essentially as a mother surrogate to uh brody and corones she dies uh she's been yeah she's been like the real antagonist with jordan Throughout the movie, and being like the motherly, caring figure versus Jordan's, uh, I mean, you're really killing
1: everyone off in this one.
0: Well, yeah, everyone dies in Q. Everyone dies in like, but there's four.
1: There's four people alive at the end of the of the end of the first movie, and there's seven people in the cast.
0: Well, most of them, most of them are dying by the end, though.
1: Yeah, I mean, they're all dead at the end, but right.
0: So I'm just spreading the deaths out more evenly throughout. Um. So Troy dies. This is the Quentin, the Quentin actually kills someone moment. Because one of the things I remembered that they were talking about in the commentaries and interviews for like Cube and Hypercube is the vast majority of the deaths are due to the people killing each other, not the cube. And I wanted to keep that narrative going. So I figured one of the deaths we could do is they feel the cube. It's about to move. They jump through the next cube. Troy's the last one to get in. Jordan tells her to grab her hands and she'll pull her in. And instead she holds her there as the cube moves and slices oh. her in half.
1: Savage. Like when Levin drops. When I mean when, um, when Levin gets dropped.
0: Right. So... The next major trap room we run into, this is the one where it breaks down. I'm thinking something lasery, um, but what happens is that if there's a tracking sensor on it or something, it goes fucking haywire. Unlike everywhere. Hypercube, where the rooms just split in half for no reason, yeah. here the cube essentially destroys itself. And oh, so the starts, trap
1: the trap itself starts to damage the cube itself.
0: Yeah, the trap itself goes haywire, and this separates our groups, which wait, means this,
1: wait, wait, whoa, whoa this this is sounding really like Cube twenty twenty Ben. Well, you're get
0: you're you're gonna you're gonna have to bear with me on you this. giving me some okay? real
1: twenty twenty vibes.
0: So we're now split into two groups. We're split with Brody and Corones... Who are still stuck in the cube. A 14 year old and a 19 year old. By themselves in the cube. And then we have Jordan. The psychopath leader. And we have Sharp. The ad sales executive. (laughs) Who are in our other camp. Of
1: course you're booking yourself into the finish. (laughs) Oh yeah. I, 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 I bet this ad salesman heroically ends up saving the day. Doesn't he?
0: Uh, we'll get there Uh. Uh, so this splits into two movies now corones is trying to support brody but brody's like get the fuck away from me i'm I'm about to die pretty much uh so they're having their crisis of confidence jordan and sharp they essentially find the uh the emergency exit more or less like the auxiliary
1: they get, exit from the yes from, from Cube Zero. And does it does it also lead to a black pool of water?
0: No, no. I'm talking about the exit from Cube Zero. Uh,
1: yeah, that's the one that you say jump into water and they swim out.
0: No, that's Hypercube.
1: That's, or no, or no. They, oh no, I'm sorry, I'm sorry. No, bed.
0: I'm talking about the way he came in in Cube Zero.
1: Oh, like the elevator back to the inner workings. Yes. Okay, They okay. so they open a door and find an elevator.
0: They find the elevator. And so they take the elevator up to the first, like, notable floor. Which is, more or less, the office, or a very similar office, from Cube Zero.
1: <laughs> Hell yeah.
0: Yeah. Um, while, while they're in the office um they they see that everything is in horrific disrepair i mean there's cobwebs there's just uh, everything is in
1: complete utter disrepair it's fucked um okay it's like kind of like fallout like where they're discovering the world and everything's been like abandoned and dilapidated
0: yes very very much so like exiting the vault is the and elevator
1: so, still still messed up, or does somehow the elevator look perfect?
0: No, the, the elevator's messed up, too. But okay. they're like, well, it doesn't seem like there's anything in here. There's not even files on them, but they see all these old files that go up to, like, some point in time.
1: Yeah, you get a cute reference to some of the people from the other movies. Yeah, exactly. You get one, one of the actors from the 2020 remake in there. And then they go... Well, where else does this elevator take
0: us? Ooh, yeah, because it can go up and down. And so they take the elevator up another floor Ooh. to middle management.
1: Oh, shit. Oh, yeah, to where, like, the executive guy to where, came like, the from.
0: goggly eyes guy from Cube Zero yeah. was. Um, so they head into this office. And uh, the guy's there. We can name him whatever. I named him something innocuous and apolitical. So I called him Musk. Shh. And um, they they yeah. head into this office where this dude is sitting more or less on a throne of money. <laughs> what right? What fuck? Okay. This dude is all by himself in this just office. alone
1: in this void.
0: In this dilapidated void of just the most destroyed broken down office you've ever seen he throws in a bunch of these weird quips of like oh i guess the chip in your head isn't working today you know just ch- like
1: yeah. so little... and, thi- and this is brody and um the two no
0: kids. no this is the other one this is jordan the military one okay and sharp the ad sales executive so Musk more or less alludes to the fact that he has been by himself for a very long time. He also alludes to the fact that he essentially became so greedy for power that for people who still kept showing up to work, if he felt like they were getting too close to him and his time wore on longer, he started killing a few of them, too.
1: Oh, and Uh, just throwing them in the cube.
0: Or throwing them in the cube also. Yeah. Like, he okay. like he, would throw them into the cube, and then some people stopped showing up, and other people kept hoping for things to be better, and he'd be like, well, we don't need to talk about where those bodies are buried.
1: Yeah, that's, that's um, for the past.
0: Yeah. So, they go, well, this guy's off his rocker, but he has another elevator in his office. An mm-hmm. elevator to upper management oh and this is the one line that the manager will not cross because you know he's like well well no one's ever allowed to talk to upper management i haven't seen upper management he has essentially a complete breakdown over them wanting to go to go to upper management meanwhile Inside the cube, Brody thinks he's figured out the, uh, he he thinks he's figured out the the cube math. He knows where they need to go, but he knows there's not a lot of time to get there before everything resets and they're doomed to die. Okay? Uh, while they're going through their montage, uh, Musk kills Jordan, our military woman, stab in the back. Uh, Sharp takes out Musk, and he heads towards the upper management elevator. Uh, this elevator breaks down to the point where it completely collapses around him, but he's able to salvage it and get onto the upper management floor. Uh, inside the cube, Corones, 14 years old. He dies by saving Brody in one final tragic sacrifice real Mm. get you in the heartstrings there uh i i wanted brody to um to really genuinely tangibly suffer in this because it leads to uh when he finally makes it he's asked the question this time from a computer voice do you believe in god and this time, you know, he thinks back to all the deaths, all of the sacrifice. You know, is is, is this all worth it? Who could do such a thing? And he mm-hmm. answers, yes. Ooh. A door opens. That's all we see from Brody. That's the end of is Brody's next... story. Okay. We, we don't know what happens past that.
1: Uh, well, you, we shouldn't.
0: Right exactly that that's the furthest you can get and that's really the furthest that's like the one extra step you give this movie right
1: sure yeah this version of the movie i see yeah
0: yeah um so let's head down to head management's office it turns out management isn't located up upper management is lower down that's sort of strange
1: So when he gets in the elevator and hits upper management, the elevator goes down?
0: Yeah, it goes down, and then it starts breaking down, and that's Mm -hmm. when he Uh saves himself. Uh So, he narrowly escapes. He opens the doors to the elevator, he survives, to find an office building. What? He's on an old end with musty desks. But he keeps going and going and going and (coughs) eventually he finds a slightly more modernized but still vintage office space with three to four zombified looking people casually working there. Not like they're zombies, but just like they've been doing it for so long. They're just like automatons at this point. Yeah,
1: they're barely paying attention to the world around them.
0: There's a water cooler. And a plate of donuts, as well as an elevator that reads P1. He sneaks into an unoccupied office that has a video feed of cubes all over the world. They're being run by various local groups. Some have just people laying in water, convulsing until they die it looks like. Others have people looking at a video screen that replays old memories they had of when they were children trying to break them mentally and psychologically. He looks and there's cubes all around the world. There's hundreds of cubes, Mm -hmm. all cultures, all societies. Some feeds are up. Some feeds are down. He's looking at this, this realization Of how many cubes there are. And someone knocks on the door. He opens it. And a wide-eyed accountant. Enthusiastically asks him. If he's the new account manager. Oh. He weighs his options. He got the weapon from Jordan. And he's keeping it in his back pocket. And he asks himself. Do I believe... In me. Not God. In me. He's about to take the knife out. And right when you think he's about to make the move. Mm -hmm. He slinks down to the desk. And gets down to work. As we pan away. This office space is just one of dozens. Hundreds. Thousands that fill this giant building as we continue to zoom out and zoom out all of the hundreds and thousands of desks here Mm -hmm. make in their totality a cube Cube. spreading out into infinity and that is cube infinity
1: (laughs) what'd you think so that was fantastic, Ben. Um, I really like that version of the movie. Uh, I would do something different personally, but I think the way you presented it with like the right director and right kind of set dressing and character work, I think it has a really, really cool vibe. Did I, you get the reference at the end? To the, do I believe in me?
0: No, no, to where he was, the office building he was in. Is it is it the setting for our movie? No. Well, I did put in references to that also, but yeah. no. It's the office building from Elevated. From Elevated. From the short film. The nineteen ninety oh, whatever short film. Oh
1: yeah, the, yeah, that goes down to yeah. hell. Yeah. So Sure, but, yeah, I like it. Okay. I'm but into but,
0: it. but I had it on P one because if it's like whatever yeah. the circles of hell are, he's just tacitly going okay he just took p1 you know or it's like did he die in the elevator shaft on the way down like was he already dead that my goal was to keep it it my goal was if i was going to answer any
1: questions in this i was going to ask two more before i was done oh yeah both my the version of this movie in my head also tries to do the same thing so
0: so so give me give me what what would your interpretation be
1: so i would i i would for the for the sake of naming the movie um differently this would be called cube eternal (laughs) and in cube eternal we have several of the features that you had been so we'll keep the cast the same you know that largely doesn't isn't necessarily what i want would want to change but it, and and also in a similar vein, the people of the outside world have become aware of the cubes. Um, there is a instance where Ison it has to testify in Congress, and you get this with like little video clips at the beginning. Um, but largely, it's brushed under the rug, and for all intents and purposes, the cubes are still running. Now, a fringe group of individuals. Uh, really wants to go and find one of the cubes to prove it's real. So in this, in my version of the movie and at this intense thing, instead of four individuals being trapped uh, in the cube unbeknowingly, these individuals go and look for a cube. Um, Hmm. And in in this instance, instead of finding the, um, getting taken into a cube, they actually find a dilapidated apartment building. And it's actually, it, it's very similar to the hangar from the end of cubes of Hypercube. Um, they manage to uh, break in. There's very minimal security, but there's still like a weird level of a perimeter. Like it's clearly being operated. Like, but like it's a husk. Sorry. Yeah, it's a husk, but it's still being watched. Um, but they get in and as they get closer, they realize that there's more and more security, but not physical security, just huge doors and things blocking their way in. Um, They manage to get their way in and what we have in my version of the movie is a dilapidated cube that's growing over and what we find out as the movie goes on, we take a lot of the ideas from uh, Vincenzo's original film where there is like moss and food growing in the cube. Um, So at this point, the characters are trapped in the cube. They realize they can't get out and that they have to go and find uh, a different exit, but um, what they were able, have been able to determine from reaching the edge of the cube is that there's a hole in the casket. And uh, so in the original film, when they find the edge of the cube that uh, uh, worth actually designed the exterior of the cube. Um, and we get a bit since the character is worth's kid or Dodd's kid. Um, we find out that the exterior of the cube was actually meant to withstand severe and intense conditions. Not just uh, like weight and pressure, but these conditions that don't make sense. Um, Like high heat, wind, rain, all of these features that wouldn't make sense for something that's ostensibly buried underground. And at one point, the characters reach the edge of the cube, and they can see that there's a huge hole in it, which has led to all of the growth that you see inside of the cube. Mm. Um, And this actually provides some food. There's some like weird fruit i think you give you you kind of have this in a annihilation world where so here the cube doesn't move then no no it's still working but it's everything like from yours is the same the cube's broken okay the cube is still moving but instead of it just being dilapidated and mismanaged it's actively being decayed by okay. this uh, whatever's growing into the cube. it's coming in through what looks like an open a permanently stuck open cube at the bottom. Got it. Um, as the cube moves around at times um, so the mechanisms that are moving the cube are still are breaking and sometimes cubes fall. So a cube will move to the edge and it'll just plummet and not reach another destination. Um, so we have a great scene we have a great scene at some point where, one of the characters is stuck in a cube and it begins to move. Um and then they begin to see it start to shake and fall. Some of them manage to get out, but then the cube plummets and then it just like explodes at the bottom.
0: Oh, that's good.
1: Um you do like the split in half scene with the cube moving, but I think I like your idea of accidents mattering where a cube begins to move and a guy gets his hand cut off and he has to deal with it for rest of the movie. Right. Um but I think the the big thing that we really see happen here um, to really drive the characters forward more so than, than the traditional beats that you hit um, would be that there is something in the cube that isn't human. Mm. We never, we never see it directly. Uh, we go unrevealed mystery on this one, but in Vincenzo's original idea for the film, there was like a monster that moved through the cube and attacked people in addition to the traps. And since in this version the cube is so dilapidated, most of the traps don't work. So this is less about having to navigate the traps and, and solve those mysteries, but more about being trapped in like kind of similar to the uh, the movie Annihilation or right. any of your many um, like cave exploration films. I mean, it's a um, monster movie, but ostensibly. but it's, mo- it's more so an exploration. It's an exploration adventure. Right. It's a horror like, adventure uh, of these like people. berserk. Yeah, kind of. Yeah.
0: With evil, this is evil. Otto, evil Otto's shown up. I haven't watched Berserk. It's um, a game. It's a video game. I haven't played it either. It, 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 Berserk introduced the first boss in video games, which is okay. Evil Otto, which is a giant face that if it touches you, you die and you can't kill
1: it. That's okay. So that there's some kind of force in the thing that will just rip anything it gets to to shreds. Um, i think in a version of the scene that you described ben where they're very tensely moving through a room and it leads to the big blow up in my version that section is a room with eggs growing in it Mm. Um, and at some point we see some kind of like biological trap mixing where the sound trap has now has now grown a plant has grown into it and when the sound comes out instead of it like shooting out spikes it like shoots out like swarms of be like like bugs that devour that's cool the person and then instantly die and like crumble to the ground um so they have to move through the room super quietly because they're scared these are like the eggs of the thing and the big argument that i think happens is like jordan wants to destroy the eggs um but all the other characters are like we can't like uh, this is like a new form of life we have to preserve this um, See, my if,
0: question would be:
1: if there's eggs, that means there's at least one more of them out there. So, as <laughs> the as the movie progresses, the main characters would get to the bottom of the cube. So instead of this time trying to go to an exit, they like in hypercube and in cube zero reach the bottom of it, where they where they eventually navigate their way to the exterior of the cube. Um, and when we enter this room. It's completely full of growth. At this point, there's, there are trees and plants growing and molding over the walls. And I'm not necessarily 100% sure where to go from here. But I have two kind of different ideas. Um, one or two of the people are left. Maybe Brody, like in yours. Um, I think you have Brody, the, the young kid, and the character that you cast as yourself. Um, but this time, instead of an It's a different character. Man, I would do a, the right He's thing. a tall... He's a tall, long-haired guy, really handsome, works with kids and is a teacher. Um, And one of his students ended up in the Cube, which is his motivation for going in and researching it. Um, And he (coughs) believes that the Cube is actually directly related to, like, Hell and the Esoteric. um, Pulling a little bit from uh, both uh, Elevated and the 2020 Cube movie. Um, I see two versions. One where they go through the hole in the wall. And they basically enter into, like, a bureaucratic realized version of hell. Um, they walk in and, like, someone greets them. It's like, oh, I thought this uh, this cube was closed. Uh, we were absorbing what was left of it. Um, so do you guys want a tour? And it kind of takes them on to this adventure. And I think the this is kind of like the laugh out, laugh ending of the movie. They get onto like a big elevator or like a big platform, like in hitchhiker's guide to the galaxy. And, and he goes, huh, I bet you two believe in God now. And then it pans out into this, into this, into this void where you actually see that the cube that they escaped is just one of many other cubes that form a bigger cube. And it's a cube of cubes. Um, I think the movie always ends, even if you have a better ending than middle management ending that I just had. Um, I think at the end, instead of pulling out to like an infinite expanse of uh, of other buildings, uh, you pull out to show um, like a series of cubes that make up a cube or that the cubes themselves actually sit in a liminal space connected to something much bigger than us. Kind, of, You go for a... Um, I think a really great way you could you could end a fourth sequel to this is do the uh, um, cabin in the woods ending where you find out that the cubes were actually had a complete. I think I, I think a very interesting way of digging into what you showed at the end, Ben, where you show the all him the, seeing well, the monitors, all the monitors yeah. In in my version of the movie. When you see that, what you see is that each cube is actually serving a tremendously important purpose. Hmm. Um, but see, I feel like there's that actual gives too much away, but you don't, but you don't, you don't explain, but it's like, it's like a, like you just see signs like aquatic research, um, neurological examinations. Like you have all these things and you, you don't, you don't say them, but you show them, which I feel like doesn't give too much away. And then you, you leave it on this kind of like supernatural cliffhanger where the cube, the outside of that cube is actually connected to something much bigger than uh, what was experienced before or you go through the hole in the wall and you find out that Kazan's been alive inside, like, this, like, alternative underground world um, that the cube is somehow connected to and unlocked. But you don't explain it. Like, they've actually achieved a, like, access to some kind of, like, hell realm through the amount of death and destruction that occurred inside the cube. And since he didn't believe in God, he wasn't burned. He was given access to hell.
0: You know I it's I eternal. like it I feel like This is a. I feel like this works better As a different series I think it's just a different
1: Yeah I mean I, I, I genuinely Cause, think... like,
0: I, Cause like A maze thing with the Minotaur Adjacent like, I think, I think all them... that sounds awesome I feel like I feel like the cube stuff Is secondary to that though like, well, yeah, I, like I like I want to hear that story, but I I don't think it serves my, the
1: cube. My biggest problem is that none of the sequels for Cube have felt like outside of Cube Zero have added anything, and the the big my I, I think one of the biggest failings of Cube twenty twenty is how much they tried to do just another Cube movie. Um, I think well they need, just
0: remade the first one.
1: Yeah, but I, I really feel like you need to pull back and do something bigger. Um, at the very least, I think what to me makes the movie more interesting, could make the movie more interesting, is the characters going in knowing what's going on. Like, they willingly so, enter the cube at some point.
0: So, something I, I feel like might work with yours, but it goes into a different direction. So Something I was just thinking of. Mm-hmm. If you wanted a different Cube movie, and if you wanted one that would actually be very resonant with the times, do the platform fill the Cube up with executives from IZON? Oh, and sure. And make it like a like a Grindhouse version of Cube, where they essentially reap what they sow. Hmm. I'm, I'm, I don't there's think it way, could be fully a, fleshed out for a movie, but I'm saying like if you do a death proof where like you have the first half of the movie be essentially like ha, like yeah. a condensed, like a, really like a really long short film. And if then you did like two 35
1: 45 minute short films. Like if you
0: had a, like if the first half of the movie was them breaking into it and taking control of the cube and then the second half or the executives wake up inside the cube and they die in horrific ways. That would be like legend like, shit, you know? Yeah. You could do some really cool, really political shit with that too. And that's not even really political. I don't think anyone likes rich people.
1: No, but I'm saying you could like, you but have yeah, that, you could. but you, you could like yeah. make a character look like that's above my know? pay grade. <laughs> that's a, That's an executive, uh, studio decision.
0: Yeah. Yeah. Uh, but but I really like that. I really like the incorporation of the nature.
1: Yeah, because that was one of Vince. I I really like. I thought two of the coolest things about Vincenzo's original ideas were the fact that there would be like food and water growing in certain rooms of the cube, that would like provide this respite for the characters, which I think you know it detracts from like this like claustrophobic anxiety and turns it into this more mind numbing like mind turning psychedelic it makes experience it more
0: of a it, it changes the genre really
1: is what it does i think Well, it realizes it, it mixes hypercube with annihilation yeah which i think is a cool way to go i don't think we need another like even yours isn't as much of a trapped in a cube movie um no i i still mine think is, it's like a My mine mine is I think if you want
0: to keep all of the rules of the Cubaverse, which I'm, if you can't tell, I'm really trying to make a thing. I think that's Cuba-verse. really the only way you can go about it outside of just redoing the first one again, because it makes things bigger, it keeps everything extremely vague, sure, and it manages to tie in the series with the short film that inspired the series. And I'm very proud of that.
1: Yeah, that's really cool.
0: Um, I think you it's have... a
1: good movie. Yeah, I think, yeah, both I think yours is a good they're movie, too. They're, they're very if, different. It, I think mine could be a sequel to yours.
0: Yes, I was I was going to say. Yours could like be a Cube, sequel to mine. Cube
1: Infinite into then Cube Eternal. Yeah. And then I really think, like, I think in mine, you get a little bit more answers that, but the yes. like, you're, like in yours, the answer is that these cubes are actually connected to this. Yeah. The only thing with your
0: movie is I don't know how you could do another cube after yours.
1: I don't think you do. Mine's the definitive end.
0: Like, like I feel like that is as much of an end to cube as you can have. Like when the cubes are destroyed, no more cubes.
1: Yeah, no, I, I want, I, I, I want like a pullback. I, I, to me, I imagine a really incredible ending that, that kind of feels similar to the hitchhiker's guide to the galaxy where you get a tour of the earth being made and it's like wait really <laughs> like yeah. we're all just yeah, we're dope. just we're just stuck here this is all just a game and they're like yeah, yeah. sorry we're like the main character in that and in hitchhiker's guide is like famous because he designed the fjords of sweden
0: well if you would like to be our biggest fan, like our biggest fan, Brennan. Use the code. Ben's idea is better. Jk, oh. actually, Matt's is really good too.
1: Yeah, that, use, that's the use, whole code. Use the code Eternal. Infinite Eternity. There we go. Use In the infinite code. Eternity.
0: Yeah. Yes,
1: that is our go word for this this week.
0: And Matt, I think we did pretty good job on our first two times around, but we'll see what happens. When the fourth time's the charm, good night and good morning!